Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. Hello? Hello? Jay Will? Hey, yo, Jay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He ain't here. Look at God. I knew I was going to get my own show. Okay, yo. <clears throat> All right, man up, man up. <clears throat> here we go. Yo, yo, what up, people? It's your boy, L. Neal. Listen, y'all, I'm in the house today, and we just, we got a great show lined up for you today here on Inspire God's People with your, with your host, Lavelle Neal. I'm so honored to be here, y'all, and just so happy that you all tuned in. Oh, man, this is truly, truly amazing. So, again, my name is Lavelle Neal. You all know me from the guy who kind of pops in on the show and always gets thrown out, but I'm not getting thrown out today. You know why? It's my show. <laughs> oh, God. God did a quick work. Hey, hey, hey. I'll tell you. I'm listen, y'all. Okay, so let me just tell you a little bit about me. I I'm an actor. I have my own production company. You you hear I'm one of the sponsors on the show. Kneel Down Productions. That's N-E-A-L Down Productions. Right? See what I did there? My last name is Neil. Neil Down. Huh? See, people tell me sometimes I can be a little churchy, but see, being a little churchy is what actually got me to where I am today where I have my own show. This is so amazing. Woo. So listen, you can visit my website, which is www.kneeldownproductions.com. We'll keep you abreast of any uh, shows we have coming up or whatnot, any fundraisers or whatever we're going to be doing. Everything will be on that website. And, you know, since I'm here, I just wanted to let you all know that I have been thinking about faith a lot. What is faith? And we know uh, Hebrews chapter 11, we call it the faith chapter, and it lets us know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But what does that really, really mean? Well, what is faith? Faith is total trust in and reliance on God. See, some people want to take the word faith, and they want to make it into this mystical thing where it's like the Bible is a genie's lamp. And you could kind of rub the Bible and God will pop out as this cosmic genie or butler and say, what can I do for you? You say, well, I have faith and I want you to do this for me or I want you to do that for me. That's not what faith is. Faith is total trust in and reliance in God. And since we're talking about Hebrews chapter 11, I just wanted to read verse six. It says this, it is impossible to please God without faith. This is the NLT. Anyone who wants to come to God must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. God is the object of our faith. He's the one that we trust in. He's the one that we look to 
And without faith, it's impossible to do anything for God. Ah, yo, I tell no, you. No, get, uh, yo. and, uh, uh, hey, Jay. Well, what are you doing, Lavelle? My brother, what's up? You know, I'm glad you're here. I, I wanted to interview. No, man, ha hey, hey, have, have a seat. Stop. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest in the studio with us right now. <laughs> what's wrong, brother? Dude, all right. You done took, like, sneaking in my studio to another level, bro. I, I, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I did not sneak in. I actually came in, and the show was going. What was I supposed to do? Just let dead air be there? We were starting late today. I had some stuff going on. See, you didn't tell me that. I don't have to tell you. You weren't a part of the show, Lavelle. Jermaine, if you go back and listen... This is my show today. I can't, I can't even be mad. I, I literally can't be mad because you've taken this stuff to a level that I did not know existed. <laughs> I walked ah, in my studio. See, I was talking about faith, huh? You know what? And now we on another level. Oh, my. This see how God is just working this out. You're literally Whew. recording my show. Well, you know what? Uh, since it is your show, okay. How about this? How about this? Since we're here, we're here already. We're on. Yeah, we are. How, how about how about I interview you? Ah, wait, 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 wait. Calm down, calm down. Take a breath. Take a breath. How about this? Since, since, I'm just kind of thinking this thing through. Uh, okay, jwillmusic.com is one of the main sponsors for this show, right? Right. Okay. Why don't we interview you today? I mean, since I'm here. I know I'm in your comfortable chair and you in the, the you know, the little fold up chair. But uh, how about okay. how about we talk about you? You know, I think people. I mean, you know, over the course of the, the episodes, people have gotten to know to know you right mm -hmm. as a person. But what if we got to kind of know you as an artist? What if I just ask you a couple of questions? It's all, it's all going toward you going to direct people to your website and you know it's still it's still your stop trying to like <laughs> butter me up man and make me feel like you know whatever like go ahead with your little interview bro i mean at this point i i literally feel like what can i do the show is recording now like mm. i can't just mess up my own show so you have successfully mm. became a human troll <laughs> <laughs> and literally trolling me on the air. Go ahead, bro. Whatever whatever you got to do, man. We might fight after this show. Okay. But okay. let's just make it good and you know, I'm I'm saved, sanctified, <laughs> filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm gonna just, you know, do this right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let this work. All right, cool. That sounds good. All right. Help me, Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome. I can't believe this. To my friend J Will Music. Friend is a strong word. What up, man? <laughs> What's up, brother? Man, it's good to have you in the studio today. And, and uh, it's good to be here. <laughs> Since I own it, I guess <laughs> it's very good to be here. Go ahead. All right, cool. So listen, we're going to talk about you today. And again, ladies and gentlemen, in all seriousness, you can go to www.jwillmusic.com. That's J W I L. M-U-S-I-C dot com. You can go to that website and you can actually, I believe, download all of his music there. 
And uh, he is really seriously, I, you know, I joke uh, everything, but Jermaine is a great artist. Like seriously, he, I, I've listened to every one of his CDs since his very first CD, which was called "The End Is the Beginning of Forever," all the way up to his latest CD. And and I, I literally have have heard him grow through his music. And I'm be honest, I I know sometimes Jay, you cringe when you listen to probably some of your old music, but I love it. I I think. Your old music is great, and your new music is great, and I love seeing that growth there. But I really, really enjoy uh, your music. I appreciate that, man. For real, um, it's a process. Uh, process. Ah. <laughs> I don't even purposely. I, I really don't purposely <laughs> do that. It's just like that word is just so much a part of what I do. But yeah, um, you know, the journey in music has been a process, um, especially the last eight years now, mm. and some of my earlier music does make me cringe a little bit, but it's it's just more so, it's for different reasons, really. Mm-hmm. Like, some of it is like being reminded of where I was at, you know, during the recording, mm. whether that be personally, spiritually, or a lot of times even musically. Okay. Um, like an album like Ultrasound, a lot of people say that's their favorite album, mm-hmm. which was my... Second, I think that was my second album in 2012. Okay, and so people say that's their favorite. A lot, a lot of people, and for me, it's hard because I was doing a lot of the production on that album. It mm-hmm. was just like I was just trying to find myself. Okay, um, okay. as an artist, I was mm-hmm. just trying to find myself. Yeah, uh, Ultrasound is actually definitely one of my favorites uh partially because it was the first of your CDs that I was actually on. Yeah, you were on a couple songs on there. Yeah, that was awesome. Faith man. to Faith yes. and Make Believe. Yes. Yes, that yeah. was a lot of fun recording those, man. Okay, That's so why it makes me cringe. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> All right, so so I guess my first question let's let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. What made you become a Christian rapper? What made you want to rap for God? Man, that that was a relationship thing. Like, as the relationship with Christ grew, mm-hmm. um, then you do what lines up with the relationship. You know, and early on, don't get me wrong, there was some confusion from the standpoint of what that actually meant. Like, I could tell you that one of my first ideas that never happened by the grace of God, like, (laughs) when I was in college and I first was deciding, like, okay, like, I'm going to be a Christian rapper, I didn't really know that Christian rap was, like, a thing, like, that that it was, like, a separate thing from regular rap. I just, like, knew regular hip-hop stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... Once I was becoming closer to the Lord and getting a little more serious about my walk with Christ, then it was like, oh, cool. I had this idea like, yo, I'm going to do a mixtape rapping about God over secular beats. Mm. Now, I had never heard anything like that at the time. I didn't know it existed or whatever. And there was a lot of ignorance in that because it was kind of that energy you have as a new believer Mm -hmm. where you got like, the zeal, but you don't have the education and the knowledge mm. or the or the know how, you know, as a Christian. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that never happened. But yeah, as my relationship with Christ grew stronger, um, 
then I just wanted to rap about, you know, what I was experiencing and feeling and believing out. Cause for me, music is, was like a genuine, a genuine expression. Mm-hmm. I've never really made music. I'm sure there's a song out there somewhere, so I don't want to say ever. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I've never really made music that wasn't what I naturally felt. Mm, okay. You know, and I think this is a good lesson for us, ladies and gentlemen, that whatever it is that God has placed on your heart to do, you can do that for God. Um, it reminds me of the scripture, I think it's uh, Psalm 37, verse 4. Very familiar scripture it says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Now, whenever when, when I read that scripture, I get a little bit of a different take on that. Because I know some people read that scripture and they think, oh, man, that means God going to give me what I want. But I never took it that way. When I read that scripture, it says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. In other words, the desires the desire, notice I said desires, not wants. Right. The desires that are in your heart, God gave those to you. Exactly. If you delight yourself in the Lord. Which means to align with someone anyway. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, something, that's a great point. Like people overlook that, that idea that aligning with God, and then he's going to give you the desires of your heart if you delight in him. Because you're literally now desiring what he wants for you. So it's kind of like if your wife came to you like, hey, where do you want to go for vacation? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you told her where you want to go. And she like, hey, I want to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to give her the desire of her heart because now right. she wants what you want. Mm. And so. Whatever you like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Coming to America. I knew that line. <laughs> Mr. Movie Man. I knew that line. All right. So God had already placed the desire to rap in your heart. And once you lined up with him, then you wanted to do for him what he had already placed in your heart. Whew, that'll preach there. Preach it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's funny because that grows. Over time, you mm-hmm. know, like, and, and I think that it's important because I, I don't think that I necessarily did it 100% to the T the way that it's supposed to be done. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I did have times where I was away from music early on, but especially when I was younger, you almost are just going with the flow because if there's no template there to teach someone like, Hey, this is how you, you know, like how to be a Christian artist, Mm -hmm. how to be a Christian rapper. Like maybe I should write that book. Maybe I should put that together. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, that's just off the top of my head. There Mm -hmm. is no instruction manual on like how to be a Christian artist in a Mm -hmm. sound way. If you think about it, everything that we learn about being an artist comes from the world or from the mindset of business and making money. And so everything that people tell a young and up and coming Christian artist is like, hey, your pictures gotta be like this. Your mm. songs gotta be like this. You gotta get your mix together here. Oh, your videos gotta be crispy. Well, these are all things that are relating to the brand of the artist. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, what about the person, the relationship with Christ? So 
my point with all that is I feel like there were times where I definitely could have matured more as a Christian, you know, before I was running around on somebody's stage performing music. Mm -hmm. But by the grace of God, I was able to grow through the process. And Mm -hmm. so I'm definitely a different artist and person and man today. But that happens throughout life with anything. You know what I mean? Um, On your day job, you can get better. You know, you work a new job. You start off at first, you're nervous, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Then two years later, you got You can do the job with your eyes closed. So um, I've definitely grown, and it, it's it's been a, a, a long process um, to getting where I'm at today. So you, you don't have to start off being perfect? No, <laughs> no, you don't. You know, I, I would say this. Um, there's two sides to being a Christian artist mm-hmm. that I think everyone should know. There is the Christian side of it, mm-hmm. which notice comes before the artist side of it. Ah. And I think it's very important to understand the two separately as well as how they come together. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we have to just look at ourselves as Christians first and say, okay, what's my walk as a Christian? There are going to be ups and downs in life, but at the same time, I don't go out and promote my sin, my mistakes. I don't go out and promote if I walk outside and slip on the ice, mm-hmm. you know, that's not the video I upload to YouTube unless I'm <laughs> purposely trying to be funny. Right. But nobody uploads a, a, a video of people slipping and say, hey, go outside and slip right. and bust your face. Right. Because mm-hmm. I recognize that the struggles I've had and seeing or things I go back and forth with throughout my life are not things when you fall on your face that you want other people to do. So, no, you don't have to be perfect as a Christian artist any more perfect than you have to just be as a Christian. Mm. But I think people kind of abuse that term, perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As an artist, that means something totally different. Let's, for a second, let's talk about your lyrics. Mm-hmm. What is the process? Ah, yeah. The process <laughs> yeah. of J. Will Music writing your lyrics. Because your lyrics, I have to admit, they're very witty. They they have uh I can't think of the the word. They have a double meaning. Yeah, there's a word for that. I can't. Uh, entendres. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I quinked on that, but it, <laughs> it feel good. But yeah, they they have those meanings. And and the one one of them that just kind of briefly pops in my head. And I'm probably about to annihilate Richard, this. Yeah. And I believe it was on um I believe it was uh the devil is a liar song. Where you, you said something about uh something about airs everywhere. I've never been anywhere where, where air wasn't, wasn't, wasn't there. I'm a joint air with Christ. <laughs> yeah. It costs like seventy five cents to put some air in my tires. Yeah. And you went through this whole thing about, about airheads. Airheads yeah. and uh you jumped on your bed and were in the air, or whatever. And it was just really witty the way you did that. So like me, like, I'm gonna be honest, man. Me and my wife, we have rap battles around our y'all house. Literally, every get on day. my nerves when y'all do that around Duh, us, man. It is the worst thing ever. My, mine be good, hers be horrible. But like, it's like <laughs> I've heard when, hers were better. When, we we when, doesn't slip over that. When we rap, we're literally just trying to find words that rhyme, whether they make sense or not. But as an artist, that's and funny. I think that's where the word artist comes in. Mm-hmm. Not just a rapper, but an artist. Because when you think of when you hear the word artist, I, I think of of painter, right? But it has to be somebody that's painting something that has some type of of meaning behind it or substance to it. And I think as an artist, your lyrics have that weight behind them. So 
Can you tell us a little bit about the process of that? And then maybe encourage someone who's out there that's kind of struggling with writing lyrics and they're just probably trying to find some words that rhyme, but how do you just go ahead? I recognize that God gave me my gift. And since the gift comes from God, like as I've grown, I've never felt the need to try to make it like a Christian version of the gift. And, mm. and so th this is why when I talk about being a Christian artist, first, you just have to be a Christian. Mm. Like, and I've learned that if I'm a Christian, that covers the art part too. Like if I'm a Christian in general, then it covers me being a Christian husband, a Christian brother. Like, I do things as a Christian. Right. And so some people, I think, get it kind of confused when you say you're a Christian artist because that they think that means you have to go and irrationally try to be a Christian. Being a Christian comes with repentance. Mm -hmm. So that's why, to me, I like including Christian in the title of Christian artist because I'm an artist mm -hmm. that got here through repentance. Wow. And that's a difference. Wow. So now as it relates just to the art part of it, the way I create, and you kind of called it out, is, you know, my music is about oxymorons and entendres. So that's really my philosophical approach to writing lyrics, mm. and which I don't actually write. So my process in particular is if there's a track on the front end, then I listen to the music mm -hmm. and I just listen and I just rap. I rap what I feel. I rap what I think. I'll go back and forth. So it's not like just freestyling in one take, like, oh man, like he got, you know, he got that. But it's like literally feel the moment. So mm. I try to get myself in an atmosphere first. Mm -hmm. If I'm at a family function, I'll try to find a couch or something in a corner where I could sit there and experience everything that's happening and then begin, like the lyrics will begin to come to me that way. I just literally say what I feel. I don't really try to create something that's not there. It's really strange, people, when you're with <laughs> him. Because he'll just like, okay, so I'll say this. On the show, when he kind of breaks out randomly and starts rapping, that's not an act. Literally. That's literally <laughs> how he does. Like, in real life, it just kind of it kind of hits him. And he'll just literally start start rapping. And um, is it the Monday song or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I think at Get the beginning some. of that, you were just kind of... I think that was like your yeah. process. Uh, 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 nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. like if you if you all really listen to that song, he was kind of getting into the groove of the music and kind of feeling his way through it. And that is his process. It's all about tone and whatever that is in the song, like the instrument. And so I'll start maybe humming the cadence okay. and then I'll go back and fill in words. It's It's interesting, I guess, because it's all happening in my head. Like I haven't, man, out of all the songs I have, I think I have like, especially if you include the new album, I think I'm headed towards 75 songs. Wow. And um, I may have written two of those down on paper. Wow. Two or three, maybe. I guess the bad part of that is like, I don't have my lyrics tangibly anywhere. Like, you know, cause I don't write. Glad the biblical writers didn't think like you. Like you. Like you. I had an idea to do like a book of lyrics, you know. Um, I, I had that idea earlier, like maybe a few months ago. Like maybe okay. at some point I'll do that for myself, number one, to get them all out. And maybe mm -hmm. I'll include them in something. All right, well, um, let me ask you one more question. God, I don't want to take up my whole show talking to you. <laughs> um, Whatever, man. 
we talked about what made you become a Christian rapper. We talked about your process with your lyrics. So I guess the, the final question would be, what is the purpose of J. Will Music, the artist? That's a great question. Um, before I answer that, I do want to say one more thing about my process mm -hmm. because it would just be disrespectful not to. Because this is a big part of me the last eight years doing music. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as my producer, Red. Mm. Um, the way we work together is literally amazing. Wow. It's nothing but God. Because our chemistry is so crazy, we literally think the same way when it comes to creating music. Create, music. Create. So bad. That's on the Not Your Average pro project. Mm -hmm. I was in the basement. Tatum was upstairs crying. She used to cry a lot when she was a baby. Okay. So she was upstairs crying, but I could hear her downstairs, and I was getting like, dang, because I was trying to record myself playing this piano chord that I had just made up. Okay. And, you know, you listen to So Bad, the beginning. That's me playing the piano. Okay. And I was recording myself, and I put it on Instagram. And because I was recording myself while she was crying, you hear her crying from upstairs. Wow. I put it on Instagram. Shortly after, Red emailed me a track. He had took the audio from my Instagram, wow. sampled it as the intro for this track, and sent it to me. Wow. And so then I'm like, okay, I got to write a song now. But <laughs> it was so easy to write because it came from that moment that I'm talking about, that that moment when I'm around my family, when I'm around my friends, those are the easiest times for me to make music. Mm. If I go and sit with my parents, or talk on the phone with my mom or something like that, like mm. it's a song in that for me because, wow. you know, my music is just like a part of my life. And so Red has been a huge part of bringing that to life. Like I literally would never be able to be the solo artist I am today if the Lord hadn't, you know, linked us up. Yeah, uh, Darrell is amazing. Red yeah. is is literally amazing. Like that guy's amazing. And then another thing I really appreciate about you is the way you incorporate your family into your into your music. That song so bad you were talking about. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, your sister Dominic. Is Dominique. Amazing. Dominique. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just changed her name. Right. Ah, no, but uh, she's on that song, right? Abram. Now you're Abraham. <laughs> Dominic. Yeah, that's my sister on the hook. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a great point, man. And uh, you know, your your brother Darius, of course, and uh your brother uh Jarrell plays drums. I mean yeah, it's just he's on drums on the new album. Yeah, your your you you incorporate your family and, and one of your one of your songs, I believe it's on the ultrasound C D, all of your little brothers and sisters uh yeah. a, a verse yep. or two on there. So Yeah, they on the awesome. hook. We I used to do that. Um Back with J&J &J Soul, I would try to get my brothers and sisters on something. like, mm. And that's just, I don't know, family is everything. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, again, you're trying to capture the essence of art. Like you, you said something earlier, and I'm going to get to your question about purpose. I haven't forgot. Mm. But you said something earlier just about art reminding you of paint and, mm. and, and being a painter. And that's like people hear it in my music. I mean, the last album, God Knows My Art. Mm. I literally approach making music as an artist. And it's because I believe there's a purity to artists. One thing I respect and love about artists is that their work, number one, is presented in a way like at a gallery, right? Like you, it, it's presented in this prestigious, intimate 
way that means something, but then they also just create. Like a painter paints. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And so I make music. So all of the extra stuff, as much as people hear me, I love business and talking about business. But part of my love for business is also understanding how to put business aside. Like business doesn't run me. It doesn't rule my life. And so when I'm, when I'm painting, like I just paint, like it ain't about, Oh, you need this certain image. One thing I think artists mistake is they try to create an image. That's not real. Mm. Branding and marketing is about packaging the authentic version of a product. Like for instance, if you take bleach, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want you to sell me bleach as if it's sparkling water. Wow. Like, yo, that's right. not what it is. The, the goal of, you know, I don't want to say all these company names. Mm-hmm. They're not paying no sponsorships, but <laughs> right. you know who make bleach. Uh-huh. But the goal of the people who make bleach is to package it and clearly state it as bleach. Right. But to also make sure it does what it says it does. Mm. I think one of the issues we have as Christian artists is people are literally just thinking, hey, I'm going to package myself and create an image at a, as an artist, which I'm going to say things I don't mean. Like, a wow. painter paints what they mean. Mm. Like, that's what I love about it. Like, you don't paint what you don't tr- truly feel. Yeah. And so I just think as an artist, man, like, that's been the blessing is to be able to share my art in that way. And I think it it uh, it, 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 it makes it authentic. Yeah. It makes it authentic because a lot of secular rappers, they may be rapping about growing up in the hood and shooting people and all of this stuff. And then you find out later, a lot of them grew up in the suburbs, you find out it's all a lie. Or you ain't shot nobody in 15 years. Right. So it's like, right. at, at what point does the music grow with you? You know, you ask me about purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, my goal is to display what I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I write a song about everything I feel. No, because mm-hmm. then I would have some horrible songs out, like on bad days, you know, right. bad situations. Like, I don't do that. But But what I mean is that I want to authentically display the growth or the process or the the point in life where I really am mm-hmm. because I'm documenting and leaving this behind. I look at my music and the purpose of what I'm doing is literally to inspire God's people. And my music is about the message and it's about edifying the body of Christ, encouraging believers, um, leading non-believers at least towards the path of Christ. Because I know that music can't save you. That's why I say leading towards the path. Like, you know, um, music ain't the Bible. You need the Bible. You need the word. You know, I'm just not trying to make music just to entertain people. I'm literally envisioning. All right, you the book of Eli, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, if you think about that movie, there comes a time in life where people literally need something. Mm-hmm. I view my music as something that I'm leaving because maybe 100 years from now, Somebody digs it up and uncovers it. And the world is very dark and way darker than what I'm experiencing. And they find this song, the Monday song. Maybe the new grace, new mercy, can I guess, like maybe that speaks to their soul. And so that's why I make music, not to just entertain or distract people, because a lot of time entertainment means nothing to people. I don't go in thinking I want to distract them with the beat. Well, you know, if you just go by the beats, Snakes like beats too. Mm. <laughs> and the reason I said that, because you know, when they when you had a little snake charmer guy mm-hmm. and he's playing and the snake is coming up, people always think that it was the the music that's making the snake come up, but it's not. It's the the 
the person that's playing is tapping their foot on the ground. It's the beat mm. that's making the snake come up. Wow. Ooh, it's a word in that doc. It's a word in there somewhere, and I don't <laughs> want to go nowhere near it. <laughs> How crazy. So wait, now, now earlier you 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 know you you talked about your purpose being to inspire God's people. So is that what led to your former radio show, Inspire God's People? <laughs> Which is mine now. So, <laughs> like, is that what led to that? Since, because it sounds like you're saying that the culmination of your music as an artist is to inspire God's people. Did that help any in transitioning over to actually doing a show called Inspire God's People? Yeah. So all of this, like, you know, my new album's actually called Inspire God's People. I don't know nice. if I told you that. Nice. Yeah, the new album's gonna be in called called Inspire God's People. When it became clear to me that inspiring God's people was my purpose, then I understood that my purpose superseded whatever action I was in. Mm. So whether I'm at work, inspire God's people. Wow. Whether I'm singing, rapping, inspire God's people. When I'm preaching, inspire God's people. Yeah. So what that does is that keeps me focused on what I'm doing. And it goes a little back towards earlier when we talked about this idea of Christian artists. Okay. So many people get caught up on, oh, am I a rapper that's a Christian or a Christian that raps? And I don't, it's like, okay, that stuff get confusing <laughs> at some point. Because at the end of the day, if, if you have a purpose and at all times are walking toward that purpose, then you don't have to like trip out about that little stuff. Only time you got to trip out about that little stuff is if your purpose is to inspire God's people, mm -hmm. but then this opportunity to inspire mm. the devil's people come up wow. and it's paying a lot more. Then it's like, well, wait a minute. I'm a Christian artist. There's an artist, a Christian. It's like <laughs> you start getting confused because you're chasing something outside your purpose. And what the Lord has shown me is like, if you just go after that, so I don't make the decision based on the money and all these other things. That's not the primary concern when I say yes or no to an engagement or mm. things like that. It's like, all right, inspire God's people. Is that what I'm doing? If I'm doing that, I know I'm in my purpose mm. and I believe the other stuff will work its way out. And so, yeah. So as far as this show, once I was doing a show, it it was no question what the name was going to be because I like things to be driven by purpose. Wow. So to wrap it up, talk to us just very briefly about fulfilling our purposes. What can we do? You know, you may have someone out there listening right now that has big dreams, big inspirations. They, they want to do something for God. What advice would you give us to inspire God's people in the way that God wants us to do it? Whatever way that may be, whether it's through music, whether it's through painting, whether it's through acting, uh, whatever. How would you just kind of. Give us some advice, whatever the Lord's putting on your heart. Speak to that person who wants to do what God is calling them to do. That's a great question. Um, I'm going to start with what I think we have to stop doing first. Mm. We have to stop letting the world tell us what our purpose is. Mm. And what ends up happening is that people become fans and admirers of the world. And once you do that, then now they set the standard for what you should do. And so let's just say 
you like this secular artist. And I see it every day on Instagram and things and people who are young Christians and they post their favorite artists and it's always someone in the world. Not always, that's an exaggeration, but a lot of times it would rap, especially as someone in the world, even Christian rappers who post their favorite rapper. Oh, wow. It's hilarious. Wow. It, it's a secular artist. And what I, what I see in that is philosophically we're chasing the wrong thing because you can't be chasing that secular artist based on their lyrics and their lifestyle and what they stand for. Mm-hmm. Not if you're saying you're a Christian. Right. Because it's hard to be a Christian and say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I also support uh, fornication, adultery, like <laughs> murder, murder, getting drunk, because these are all things that the Bible clearly speaks against. So I don't want to be someone to assume or even think that a young believer is actually purposely supporting those things. So then I'm thinking there has to be a deeper reason why they're listing this person as their favorite artist. So then I start going to other things. Influence, right? This person has influence. They're always on the radio. Money, fame, mm-hmm. attention, all this. So, so then I'm starting to say, okay, a lot of times our purpose for us is wrapped up in superficial things. So the first thing I truly believe we have to do to understand our God-given purpose mm-hmm. is strip ourselves away from the superficial things. We talked about a painter. I just think it's the perfect example. A painter paints. So many of us have polluted our purpose by trying to create a false image chasing the world. So that's the first thing I think we have to stop doing is looking at the world and letting them be the salt instead of us being the salt. Secondly, which is really primary to that, I just wanted to start at the end, that is we have to be in the word. Purpose comes from God. Purpose (laughs) in your gift is not always the same thing. Notice I said, I grew to understand that my purpose is to inspire God's people. Well, I can be doing that, doing anything. Right. You can inspire God's people helping somebody on the side of the road. So once you understand your purpose, see, most people are caught up in their gift. You're a singer. You can sing. Singing is just one of those gifts that it intrigues me because you're just born. Most people are just, like, you don't even know why you can sing. Like, why is this working? Like, and so what happens is people get caught up in their gift and start thinking that their gift is their purpose, and they start chasing their gift as their purpose. And I'm going to tell you why I think this is dangerous. And I know I'm taking a long road home with this, but I think it's important to break this stuff down. You have individuals who are so caught up in being full-time. Like, I want to be a full-time singer. Mm -hmm. Well, God could have called you to be, you know, to own a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then take that money to fund other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people, most people hate Trump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to get into politics, but Trump, as the president now, is able to not take a salary because he grew a real estate empire. So what is my point with that? Hey, do something to give yourself an opportunity to do what you love or to do or pursue something else. Versus looking at it like I have to be a singer. The reason I think that's dangerous is because 
Every decision you make will be driven by making it in that world. So understanding your purpose comes from God. I've talked about it on this show. Noah built the ark, but it was God's plan. Mine came from reading the word. Without the Bible, I never would have found my purpose just by brainstorming. You can't brainstorm your purpose, bro. Like that's just not, that's not, that's not the way to do it. You have to get in the word. You have to pray. And guess what? It may not come overnight. You know, I don't, I don't know how to word this. I'm trying to think, cause you, you said some interesting things there about, okay. So like, like, okay, God has called me to sing. I want to be a singer. And a lot of times we want to, and you can kind of help me out with how, how I want to word this, but like, we want to be able to turn that on and say, the only time I'm going to do God's purpose is when I'm singing. But you had mentioned you can inspire God's people through helping somebody on the side of the road. So I don't think it's something that we can turn on and off. Our Christian lifestyle dictates us doing what God has called us to do. And you can do multiple things, you know, whatever your uh, direct purpose is or or your gift rather is, you can do that as well, but you cannot turn it off. You can't turn off a gift and a purpose is two different things. That's well said. At the end of the day, the reason I believe that a gift and a purpose is two different things, and I'm sure somebody can have an example out there where it's like, nope, in this situation, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. Okay, I got you. I'm mm-hmm. just speaking generally right. right now. I'm not thinking of every situation, so don't judge me on that. But when you look at singing, to your point, if I limit my purpose to singing, mm-hmm. this is why people literally think they're worshipers because they sing a song. Wow. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, this is a lifestyle. Like, you can't just turn it on and off or I make $500 for my purpose. Like, I I just think it's so much bigger than those things when you have a purpose. A purpose is why are you singing? Ah, yes. You know, not that you're singing Mm -hmm. or not that you are a minister. Why are you ministering? So the, the gift is me singing. But the purpose is why am I doing it? Exactly. Mm. And when you have a purpose, and this is the last thing I'll say, when you have a purpose, young Christian artist or young Christian entrepreneur or corporate business professional, whatever it is, when you have a purpose, it protects you. It guides you. You know why? Because if I say that my purpose is to inspire God's people and someone calls me today with an opportunity to rap for a movie soundtrack, and they're like, look, this is a Hollywood major movie. But here's the thing. You just got to write a song about murder. <laughs> well, guess what? That's outside of my purpose. And since I'm not driven by the check, my purpose will cause me to turn down things that are against the will of God. Wow. Wow. Well, I truly, truly hope and pray that uh, this interview has inspired God's people to go forth and do what God has called them to do, exercise their gift, but fulfill their purpose. Yeah, man. And um, I'll say this. Um, I'm not happy to say this. I, I need you to understand this mm-hmm. um, from the bottom of my heart, quite frankly. Um, you took over my show today. It, it, it definitely bothered me. Mm. But I've been getting... Uh, it's hard to say this. I've been getting really great feedback from having you on the show. And um, I've made a decision mm. that Speak Lord. Speak I'm Lord. finally 
going to allow you to be a part of the show. Thank you. All um, right. As much as it hurts me to say this, and you had to get churchy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to allow you to be on, be a part of the show. I have a couple of ideas. Maybe it'll allow you to do a little more things. You don't have to sneak in the studio anymore. Oh, thank God. I'm going to actually let you in now. It was so hard, man. But you are on probation, so don't think oh, okay. you can't go back, right? <laughs> but for now, uh, we're going to see what happens and allow you to be a part of the show, Lavelle. Um, so thank you for a great interview. And um, just one more time for the road. Um <laughs> Can you get out my studio, please? Thank you. It's time to get social. Let's get social. It's time to get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Guys, people. It's time to head over to my Facebook page, Jermaine James. You can try to add me as a friend. I do typically lose about two to three friends a week, but also gain a lot of friends. I think I have 60 to 70 pending friend requests, and I'm very judgmental. I look at your page and I try to figure out, first of all, is this a real person? Because I have a lot of people that come off like robots to me that I don't trust in my friends request things. So, Listen, you go ahead and send me a request. If you look like a reasonable person, we will become Facebook friends and you too can get social with me in real life. All right, so let's do it. The very first post has 100 likes, 26 comments, and three little shares. Thank you to those three individuals. Here's what I said. International Women's Day is dope and proves that gender is a thing. All right, I know this rubs some people the wrong way. I get it. We live in this politically correct society, and we just got to say things a certain way and be a certain way at all times, even if we all know we being fake. I don't like to do that, so I try to be real and reasonable and loving and caring at the same time. I do think International Women's Day is dope. It was all over my timeline, and I'm like, you know what? Women are dope. They were talking about, you know, how women are childbearers and just amazing and all these great things about women. And I'm like, yeah, I feel this. And then I was like, all right, so are we all kind of agreeing now that, you know, when God created Eve from Adam's rib, that there are some differences about men and women that are okay to be different, that are even necessary for us to be different, you know, like our roles in parenting and things? Because what I find kind of confusing is how one day we can point out all these things that are different about gender. And then the next day, people could be like, oh, no, yeah, but we want people going in a bathroom together because there's no difference with gender. We're all just equal and all this. And the word equal and equality is a very tricky word, very tricky word, because people kind of manipulate and misuse that word to make you think it means something that it doesn't really mean. I can't have a baby. Have a baby. Have a baby. And neither do I want to. Next post before I get in trouble. All right. Here's what I said. The Bible doesn't say what you want it to say. It says what it says. This post had 166 likes, 12 comments, and 17 shares. A little more than the last post shouldn't surprise you. At the end of the day, it's pretty straightforward, but here's what I was trying to capture. I think we get in our feelings a lot these days. We get in our emotions, and what we're doing is we're trying to create emotional doctrine and theology. And we're trying to change the word and say, you know what? 
I don't feel like this is fair. What I feel like is this, this, and this. And then we go out and preach those things based on what we feel, similar to the last post that I talked about, about the whole women's thing. Listen, y'all, I'm talking to Christians right now, believers in Jesus Christ. If we're going to believe that Jesus Christ is the word, then we have to believe his word the way he said it, not the way we, we feel, feel it. it. We feel it. We feel it. Lavelle is back on you, brother. Time to pray us out. Listen, people, we talked a lot today about being a Christian creative. And, you know, we walked through some of the ways I think about that in my interview with Lavelle. And so today I want you to pray, Lavelle, for the other Christian creatives out there. We need more and we need to empower and strengthen those who have a heart and mind to do it for Christ in this cold, cold world. Father God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus on behalf of the creators, the artists, those who are creating and forming things that you have given us to do. Singers or rappers, painters or dancers, actors, whatever field creating, we pray, God, that we would do it as unto the Lord. That we will remember that everything we're to do is to bring you glory. Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that we would have integrity in what we create to lift up the name of Jesus Christ, to promote God and not ourselves. That we would not have selfish motives behind what we do as they did at the Tower of Babel. But God, that we would have a creative heart to bring you glory, even as Noah did with the ark, as he followed your instructions and ended up saving the human race. Even as John prayed, I must decrease so that you must increase. We pray, God, that we would decrease and that you would increase in our creations. Everything that we do, will lift up your name. Help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Such an important prayer for the creatives out there. I hope and pray that that prayer and this show blesses you because we need you doing it in the kingdom for the right reasons. Y'all stay strong. I know it's hard out here. Today's J. Will Music Song of the Day, it's entitled The Getaway featuring Lavelle Neal from my album, Sound Action. Enjoy. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Yeah, man, it's been crazy. Taking for me. a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Just need to get up out of here. Wouldn't you like to get away? Get away. Just don't know where I could go, though. One time for real music. Mark passion is Sometimes you wanna go. But every time you ain't feeling it. Truth inside, you're concealing it. Really wanna get away again? Everybody knows your name, but they don't know what you're dealing with. And you really wanna get away. Sometimes you wanna go, but every time you ain't feeling it. Truth inside, you're concealing it. Flies 
and I'm on the first flight Been feeling like I don't fit in as far as my earth life I'm a royal priesthood, I don't have to think hood Yeah, I may have grown up in the dark, but now I see good I see, I see the best cars and the worst hoods Red bottoms everywhere, it's like we all stepped in blood Ricky got shot, with the real boys in the hood Pray to get out, and I succumb to the fact That I should've prayed louder Should've let them know about that Holy Ghost power Just cause you need a getaway, that don't make you a coward Pack your bags, move fast, ask questions last Here's the keys, use Kim car, no dash No dash ever, trying to make something happen Every day is like a getaway When I'm rapping, I got away from fame Cause I don't want to front and mislead everybody Just because they know my name But every time you ain't feeling it Truth inside you're concealing it And you really want to get away Everything you believe in Became exposed and hit the fan in one weekend You thought you had got away But then when you arrived at You like this is not going the way that I had dreamed it I guess you gotta change where the dream is Look ahead, stop moonwalking to your weakness Listen, popularity's a full-time job Same people build you up They're the ones that tear you down Leave you laying on the ground Paparazzi snapping pics But they don't wait for you to smile I'd be surprised if they don't kick you while you down there I learned that a penny saved is a penny earned So I'd rather save a penny than let a penny burn So if I feel that way as far as a penny goes What you think I feel Sometimes about my soul? You just heard a getaway featuring Lavelle Neal from my album entitled Sound Doctrine. Thank you all so much for showing my music love. That album has been getting a lot of streams lately. So keep on listening. Keep on listening. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear? Or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show? It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, JermaineWilsonMusic. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. 